0: hello and welcome to the <clears throat> episode of compatible you podcast where we speak weekly about all things women's health in an attempt to break the stigma of what makes us us it's pretty exciting that we're on episode and uh, one episode away from bringing the compatible you podcast to double digits it's incredible and i want to just say that i'm pretty proud of myself for doing this and for just putting myself out there and starting this podcast is it was just getting to a point of being able to talk about all these different topics um, that, you know, tend to have shame, stigma, and a bit of vulnerability about it. And, you know, I trusted myself, I threw myself into it. And this, you know, is the area of putting yourself into it um, and going all in, not um, being scared of your limiting beliefs. And this is a good place to start our podcast Because this week, my guest is no stranger to going all in and stopping your limiting beliefs. So it's great to have her on board. My guest today is the incredible coach, Sky Fote, who's on Instagram as that and who's created the Coaching Academy. So I just want to say welcome, Sky. Thanks so much for jumping on today. How are you going?
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm going really, really great. It's been a great day. Um, But yeah, I'm so happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it is a good day. I'm very excited for this. So I just wanted to start off, start off Eamon, by you just giving us a little bit of an introduction about you and also the Coaching Academy, which we are going to touch on. But yeah, would love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, so I started out doing a Bachelor of exercise in Sport Science. Then from there, I basically packed my bags. I had six weeks to leave and went to Melbourne. And I ended up working with athletes. And I did that for about three and a half years before coming back to Adelaide. When I came back to Adelaide, that is when I built the Coaching Academy. The reason why I built the Coaching Academy was because I was going into different gyms and working with different coaches and stuff. And I just wanted to fix their business. I wanted to make it better and I wanted them to thrive through it. Also, it had been a few years for me being in the industry prior that I didn't know where to go with it. And I was so stuck that no one was helping me in the sense of coming to my level. I felt like the business coaches out there that were like, how to get a million dollars? Like, that's not what I need. That's, I just want to be able to get one client and see yeah. that they're aligning with me. So that's literally why I built the Coaching Academy. So when I came back to Adelaide in 2020, I built the Coaching Academy and now I work with young coaches.
0: That's so good. And, yeah, I love that someone has created something like this because I've spoken to a few personal trainers and coaches and, like, the training we do to get that certification is all good and well, we get to learn about the body and stuff like that. But when it comes to business, it's like, um, yep, just go. There you go. You have to kind of make your business, but, like, you have no idea. It's insane. Yeah, no
1: one teaches you. And when they do, like, I've had business coaches that, like, are so extreme and, like, how they're teaching it, I'm like, I learned nothing. Like, is this the algebra? Because I don't know how to do it. So that's what I wanted to make business super easy because I used to hate it. I used to hate business. I used to want to work for someone so someone could pay me instead. But now I love it. And it was just because I didn't have an understanding of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that it is kind of easy to just be like, no, someone will tell me what to do. Someone's going to pay me. It's someone else doing it. But when you do kind of take that leap and go, no, I can do this for myself. It's incredible, which is what I've learned from you. Cause yep. You've been my business coach and mentor. And yeah, I guess people have followed on social media and seen that I've kind of started at the end of last year, but yeah, if I didn't have you as a business coach, I would have no idea where to have begun. So incredible. (laughs)
1: Honestly, when you first
0: started, it's so funny
1: to look back on like how quickly you've improved. And it was literally because I like helped you, but you took every step. Every time I suggested something, you're like, Yep, let's go. And I think that's such a powerful move because a lot of people will hear something, and they go, Okay, no, like I don't know if I can do this. Whereas yeah. like you were just like, I'm gonna give a shot. I'm just gonna try. I'm gonna put it out there. Doesn't matter if it fails. The only way you can fail is not trying at all. Because you always get learn something, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that was a huge thing. I just remember like the first call we had, it's like, okay, like, what are your thoughts? What are your ideas? And it's just like, blah, like kind of just like threw everything out. But yeah, had no kind of sense of direction. It was like, oh, this could be good. That could be good. But just, yeah, having that narrowed out and just kind of, yeah, clearing my head was just incredible. (laughs) you <laughs> came to me and you had no
1: idea you had so many ideas actually it wasn't like you had no idea there's yeah. like too many things and you're like I want to do everything and yeah. you hadn't even got your cert three and four yet
0: yeah. <laughs> Crazy was like no nah, I've got direction I know what I'm doing I was like no there was no direction at all. but we got there we definitely got there <laughs> yeah, yeah we
1: definitely did and you're killing it now
0: thank you oh it's just crazy and I think that's a good place for us to kind of go with this episode because, yeah, when I came to you, I was in a completely different career, wasn't happy, was like, I know this is where I want to be, but one, didn't know how to take those steps. Two, had that safety blanket for so long and was like, oh, like I can dabble in this, but at least I've got this. So like nothing is going to go too wrong and stuff like that. So, yeah, limiting beliefs. We all have them. I've had them. I'm sure you've had them. So can you just talk to me about... What limiting beliefs you've had and what you've done to kind of push through them?
1: Yeah, so with limiting beliefs, um, well, let's backtrack a little bit. Limiting beliefs aren't even your beliefs, and that's the strangest thing to think yes. of. But we actually get these beliefs from things that are happening around us. You never see a two-year-old coming through with these limiting beliefs. They're coming through and they're strutting their stuff and they're like, I can sing, I can dance, I can perform, sit down and watch. As we get older, we see so many things that people are saying about themselves and then you start to grab on that to you. You also see how other people are perceiving their world and then they perceive it and they push it out to you and project onto you and then you turn around and you go, wow, that's me. And that's where the limiting beliefs come from in the first place. A lot of them are even built before the age of seven. Yeah. So that is such a powerful thing that like before seven, we've built these belief systems that we've seen from our closest people. So majority of the time, we're looking at our parents, older siblings, younger siblings, and also at school. Yeah. That is where they come from. So a huge thing for me was I am not good enough. And that was a strong driver. And the way that I got attention from, let's say, my parents and things like that was I achieved you got the A's, you won in soccer, you got the medal, you played games. This is when I got the most attention. So this is where my strong driver came from. And it's very hard to say that you can just overcome them. It takes years of work. And it's something that I have to deal with. So something for me with I'm not good enough is that I overachieve. I've got unrelenting standards. I set a goal and then I have it like a panic attack. So I'm like, I'm not there, I haven't achieved this goal. And it's like, you just wrote it down on a piece of paper and then you have these things over and over again. So it's like this timeline that you're creating for yourself with these limiting beliefs. It's what you do with them as well though. So, like, do you let them just, like, cripple you or do you become aware of them? Um, I'm
0: sure you've got some limiting beliefs as well. So what do you have? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely they're not good enough. And I can definitely resonate with the high standards, the overachieving. I, yeah, I think that's incredible what you touched on about how, you know, they're kind of created and they're kind of at such a young age. Because, yeah, same, um like when I succeeded when I did well that's yeah when I got the you know oh you're doing so well you're amazing you can do this so that's yeah that's crazy but I think also a limiting belief is like I guess like you're putting this kind of mold in yourself like especially in my past career that's kind of what you identified as that's who I was so it's kind of like no I'm in this mold like I've been placed here I can't escape that like people aren't gonna think of me as this people are gonna say oh you can't do that like this is who you are so I think breaking free from what I've kind of identified as for so long was definitely a limiting belief and definitely didn't happen overnight like it's yeah like you said it takes time it's not going to just magically appear so it's yeah it's hard but we get there
1: limiting beliefs and the more that you dig deeper the more that you find and it's a the best thing you can do is actually be aware of them in the first place. A lot of people are not aware of limiting beliefs and they come from like I am statements. So they come from like yeah. um, like I am not good enough. I'm really bad at this. Like that's where these limiting beliefs come from. So the first step is truly just understanding that you're saying these out loud.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think just, yeah, I guess like looking inside and being like, why are we putting, you know, so many expectations on our on ourselves? when often comes from the outside, it's like, who, who, like, it's easier said than done, but like, who does care? Like, why am I putting my worth on what someone else thinks? Like, if they think I'm not good enough, why do I want them in my life? Like, if I think they're going to be judging me when I do this, why do we want those kind of people around us? Which I think is definitely how I've overcome some limiting beliefs by like, surrounding myself with those people that are going to be you know encouraging want to see you succeed and yeah it's it's hard but you can do it yeah as
1: you start to I guess grow you have a smaller circle and you have people who build you up not pull you down and you start to um, understand and acknowledge what other people are saying in front of you it's like wow okay like let's take a step back like you can't project on other people we do though because it's the way I perceive the world is completely different to how you perceive the world. So a lot of people are in like a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. So the way that they're going to cope is by like projecting on you. So I think that's a huge thing. And a big thing does come from your parents. So always looking back on like where my roots are. And this is when I um, understand people around me is understanding where their roots were. Like I love meeting people's parents because I love seeing (laughs) the dynamic of who they are. And this is where like money problems come from a lot of the time. So If your parents didn't work um, well with money or they didn't make a lot of money, then this is where you get to see how money is formed. So you have those beliefs. The same thing happens with food. So if your um, parents, especially like mothers who think they're not skinny enough, so then they might skip dinner or they might project onto you and say, are you going to wear that? These are all things that build up our belief system about ourselves.
0: Yeah. And I think that's where we've got to start giving ourselves a bit more of a break in that sense because it's like this is what you've been programmed to like perceive the world as like your parents have done this how can you expect to just change that overnight so I think yeah part of it is identifying where it came from then giving yourself a bit of a break whilst you're working towards kind of you know rattling and shaking up those belief systems and opening up your eyes a little bit
1: (laughs) yeah and it's like a daily thing as well it's like putting yourself in and going like, okay, why am I not good enough? Why do I have this? Where did this come from? And breathing through it and like doing a lot of meditation through it as well. Journaling as well is really powerful.
0: Yeah, definitely. I've, yeah, definitely started journaling and it's insane. Like it's just, I don't know, you kind of feel like your head's just spinning. There's all these thoughts, limiting beliefs going up in there. But once you get it out onto paper, I found it's kind of just, I don't know if it's like giving yourself permission to be free from those thoughts or just like, I guess, validating them, knowing they're real because they are like, I guess, in physical form, if that makes sense.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, so what I do as well is I write letters. So like maybe past experience that you're holding I got um, some guilt or shame or like yeah. sadness towards. And it might be that you want to either forgive yourself or forgive others, but like it's not the place to really talk to them. That's when I write letters and I write letters of forgiveness to myself and to others all the time and also processing those limiting beliefs. So like, sorry, I reacted that way. My ego was activated and I was hurt in that experience. And that's like super important. Another thing is um, talking through I'm good enough even when. So um, any little experience that happens in my life, I'm good enough even even when I get a parking fine. (laughs) because you're allowing yourself to be safe in that moment instead of saying that
0: the world's against you it's like
1: I'm good enough even when
0: definitely and I think that's that's a tricky one because I think sometimes like we put our identity in something and this is just yeah especially from personal experience because before I did my back injury and was like had to completely change the way I trained and stuff like that I guess I put my identity into like doing these crazy exercises or performing and you know stuff like that and it's like giving yourself permission to still be successful still be seen and still be I guess worthy of not validation but like people seeing you yeah that you can do it you don't have to just you know put yourself in this area and not kind of go from that because yeah personal experience you're not always going to stay the way you are crap happens life happens so I guess if we can just not you know, put our whole identity onto something. I think that's quite powerful. Something I've learned from. Yes. And um, you can also like extend the sentence that I was saying, especially when
1: you hold an identity to something because nothing truly defines you. Yeah. Nothing. So um, from the sport that you play, if you're playing high level to the job that you have, to the friends that you have, to the outfits you wear, nothing truly defines you. And we shouldn't put our worth tied to this thing that we've decided that defines us and it's always coming back to like I'm good enough even when let's say I get that parking ticket it doesn't define my worth or I'm good enough even when I get a back injury and I'm unable to do the training I used to do it doesn't define my worth and repeating those words over and over again and I do it for anything little like anything big because I always need to repeat it to myself because it's a huge limiting belief that I have on me
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing. It's not always about, you know, achieving those big things, the big goals or changing Yeah, your identity overnight. Like you said, it's just taking those steps, working at it like anything. We just have to work on it. Nothing's going to change. We're not going to change our limiting beliefs if we just sit here and go, okay, change, like change, like think differently. Like you have to do the work. Yeah. And it's always a lot of work as well. Yes, Yeah. I know. I wish I could sit here and be like, oh, no, just like, wait, if you want, everything's going to change. That nah, doesn't happen like that, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Everyone wants the easy way out, but we definitely need to do the work. And it's finding a love for it, finding a love for working on yourself and pushing through and understanding your limiting beliefs and not being scared of it, not wanting to push it down, um, actually being like, okay, like I understand that I have this. What can I do
0: next? definitely yeah a bit of that forward planning because yeah you had like yeah like winging it sometimes works but not always especially when it comes to all of this stuff
1: no it will um it'll come back and bite you on the butt
0: <laughs> oh, yes many a times I have been bitten but slowly working on that it's getting it's getting much better yeah you've done very, very well <laughs> thank you getting there um, so, yeah, I guess I wanted to touch on the idea or I guess the beauty of going all in. I guess sometimes when we hear the term all in, we kind of get a bit scared. It's like, oh, like I can't give my everything to something. But I guess, yeah, us talking about our own experience with um, you and the Coaching Academy, me and completely changing my career and um, life path, I guess you'd call it. I guess what's your take on going all in and just trusting yourself in that process?
1: The times that you don't go all in are the times that you've used the safety net of past and you don't like that change. So then you won't, uh, you don't go all in because it's always like, okay, like I can fall back. I can go back. That's okay. So Mm -hmm. you don't actually take that full risk. And it's because you're trying to protect yourself. One thing I always say to people is that if you don't want to go all in, yeah, that's Okay but you need a hustle. Like, and I hate that word. And I know it's like, you no, know, you can't work hard. But if you're willing, like if you're wanting to work your nine to five or a full-time job, but you want to aspire to have something else, then you're going to have to work hard and you're going to have to work hours that you don't want to work. But if you decide to go all in, you have now given yourself an extra 40 hours in your week to go as hard as you can into the business that you are so passionate about. Not only that, you have have so much passion and strive to make it work whereas when you're working and splitting your shifts and splitting your time you don't have as much of a desire it's like yeah I want to do it but it's okay if I don't because I've got the safety now
0: yes yeah hundred percent and it's like yeah it's just that like it's in the background it's like no I'm still here like I'm safe you're safe and it is normal to we're human of course you want to feel safe but It's just, yeah, you can't give everything if you're kind of spreading yourself into all these buckets. And I definitely found that, like, working the 40 hours, coming home, having to do stuff before work or after work to get it going, and it's like, oh, like, you're tired. You can't give it everything you do because you're just exhausted. And, of course, you're not going to succeed if you're just, you know, putting in drips here and there. That's definitely what I found. Yeah. And sometimes you've got to do it, though. Like, sometimes you've got to do,
1: like, the full-time work and stuff like that because you need a little bit of belief in yourself. You need to see that, okay, yeah, this might work Um, because I never want anyone to be in a position where they truly struggle because they've gone all in. But- you are capped. You are capped on the growth that you can have. You are capped on the time that you can give and you're capped on how far you can take your business or your next passion. And that's the issue. But you can also make it so that as your like new passion, your side hustle is growing, you can start to cut down the hours and then you get to a point where you completely get rid of it. But sometimes you just got to hustle. But I from my own experience, every time I didn't go all in, my business really didn't boom and I was so tired. I was working from 5 a.m. to nine. I was doing internships. I was going doing full-time work. I was also doing online work. I was trying to make everything work. And the only thing that happened was I got burnt out. So then everything crashed and burned because I was spreading myself too thin for everyone else instead of putting myself first and going, what do I want? Where do I want to take my life and my business?
0: Yeah, no, I love that. And I love the thought, I guess, like they've touched on that. You don't have to just quit everything, go straight into it. It's like those baby steps. And that's what I think we did um, with my business where it's like, okay, like I know this is where it wants to go, but let's just do this first. And it's your confidence building. Like once I did start putting more effort into your business and you see it kind of grow and you know people are interested in it and it's going the direction you wanted it to, that confidence is insane and just yeah, definitely helps like I guess like cement where you want to go and giving you that confidence to strip back from the other work and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So look at you now. Like look at how much time and freedom you have and so much joy and passion for your life.
0: Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's like it's not like, oh, I have to go to work today. Like here we go. It's like, no, like I created this. This is what I wanted to do. And, yeah, you're just helping people in a different way. And, yeah, it's just it's so satisfying and so good. I'm, yeah, very happy with where it's all gone. And look, and not only that, you can create the most uh,
1: you can create the most freedom and design work and everything else through having more space. So a lot of the time when you are working heaps, let's say you're working two jobs or spreading yourself so thin, you don't allow yourself to have the freedom to create and design to then look at a business plan to grow the rest of your future. You can only be stuck in where you are right now. And that's a huge thing when we aren't um, allowing us to, oh my God, allowing us to have the time to sit down and rest and acknowledge, okay, where do I want to take this? Because if you go, 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 your body's in a very stressful state and it's just like, all right, panic, I need to work on now. And then you jump on calls or you're trying to get new clients and things like that and you're stuck in this one position and you don't know, you can't look into the future, you can't sit down and relax and breathe because you're just working so hard and you're so exhausted and people can see it. Whether you're having a phone call, whether you're just messaging, whether you're on Instagram, people know before you've even opened your mouth.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like I remember like finishing work, being so tired, trying to sit down and do like a post or like, an, yeah, an engagement post. I'm just like, uh, like you just, I couldn't think of stuff. I couldn't get what I wanted to get out. And it's just, yeah, 100%. You can see when it's like crashing down a little bit. So, yeah, definitely that freedom and tiredness is a good thing, <laughs> like getting on top of that
1: 100%. And then you look at like your health and look at your training and look at the joy and the hobbies that you have in your life you don't have any of that because all you're doing is working 24 7 because you haven't gone in all in on one thing you're doing so many things at once and hoping it's going to work but a lot of times it doesn't so you know you get to a point where something's got to give
0: yeah definitely and yeah you can't just put your health on the side be like no i'm just doing all this like i'll get there one day it's like everything once your health fails everything else is gonna yeah fail 100 percent. oh it's a snowball
1: effect right like health needs to come number one no matter what yeah it doesn't matter about your business it doesn't matter about like your social life and your family and your studies if your health isn't there you won't be able to see anyone you won't be able to do anything so that will always be number one and it's always a catalyst for everything
0: yeah, definitely. And I think that's something Yeah, you've definitely highlighted um, with my kind of business setup is you have to put that time aside for you. Like, yep, yeah, you need to be running your business. You need to be engaging and stuff like that. But if we're not setting that time, it's just burnout, slippery slope, just going straight down 100%.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> going all in is number one. You just got to do it. If you want it so badly, just do it. Jump in. 100%. Awesome. I just wanted to finish on a little bit of a thing that I found that I struggled when I first came to you. Um, I think this area can kind of um like different people are going to resonate it, whether it's business, whether it's their health, fitness and stuff. It's just when you've got, I guess you feel overwhelmed. You've got all these ideas in your head, which you remember me coming to you with that. Um, How... What's your advice to give someone to just kind of take that breath and sort through it when they've got all these thoughts running in their head?
1: Yeah, (laughs) overwhelms It's a funny one. It's like an anxiety, um, an anxious response, right? To something that hasn't occurred. So when you have these thoughts, feelings and emotions, it's literally that you're looking into the future and you're going, okay, like, what do I do with this? Where do I go with this? Like, how can I achieve that? And it's taking a step back and it's going "All right." Why do I have this emotion to this task? And a lot of time you might really acknowledge that, Ah, oh, once I've done the task, I'm actually fine, right? It yeah. was a thought that you had towards the task. And they've actually done studies to show you that you have by having this feeling of overwhelmed prior to the task, you were putting yourself through the task twice. So instead of um, it just being you doing it once, you put yourself through it twice. Yes, yes, yep. Yeah. So um, when it comes to like overwhelmed, one, I love people to brain dump, but once you brain dump, like write your list, write everything that's going through your mind, move it, put it away, put yeah. it in a drawer. Yeah. The next thing I want you to do is just write one thing. And I, writing to-do lists are great for you to like write everything down but they are terrible for productivity because you look at everything. You're like, I don't know if I can get it done. And then you start scrolling. Then you start sitting down. You're like, I don't know. And then you start doing all the easy tasks that aren't important.
0: Oh, you, need that's the first
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> you need to write the first task that is important and just focus on that. Things that I do for like um, being overwhelmed as well is that I'll remove my phone and any sort of stimulants. So reducing coffee intake to being on my phone. And I also will set up a timer. So I might set up a timer, like, all right, if you want to go to the gym, I'm going to put a timer on for 15 minutes and that's when I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. And it's just like putting set in stone that this is what you're going to do when I'm going to do it. On the other hand is when you're doing like um, you want to watch Netflix or you want to sit down and relax. A lot of people turn around like they sit there and they think about everything you got to get done. So you're not actually relaxing, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're I'm are like, oh, God, this is my life. <laughs> You sit there and you're anxious about watching Netflix and using that time. So a thing that I get people to do is that I say out loud or I say to myself, I'm watching Netflix right now and I'm going to enjoy it. Mm. What you're doing there is that you're programming or you're saying to yourself, I'm doing this task. It's not lazy. It's not, I'm not doing any other task. I am devoting this time
0: to really just watch Netflix and that's okay um mm, Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. That switch off. That almost position. uh position permission to do it. It's like nope. You've done the work. We also need to rest and relax. Yes, I love that.
1: And it's so important. And I used to say that I was lazy if I sat down and relaxed. I was lazy. So now I have to use this practice to really just go. This is the time that I'm doing this. This is when I'm doing that. So yeah. the feeling of overwhelmed really just comes back to you, like looking into the future thinking about tasks that you need to get done feeling like you haven't achieved you haven't done it yet Mm -hmm. and it's just taking a breath taking it one step at a time just like you would with walking just one step
0: yeah
1: and it's super important for you to understand that so then you can go all right this feeling of overwhelmed is my feeling to the task all tasks don't Mm -hmm. have emotions and I think that really helped me. Um, every time I was like, "Oh, I don't want to do my tax," or "I don't want to do this," or "I don't want to do Bulgarian split squats."
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes.
1: <laughs> it. I have put the emotion to it. I put the emotion to doing that task. Same when you go to doing your washing and the dishes and stuff like that. Yeah. Don't let the task own you. You own the task. If you're going to do the dishes stand there again, same with Netflix. I'm going to do the dishes right now and I'm going to own this. I'm going to get it done. And don't distract yourself. Just you own the task. You be the boss of what you're doing.
0: Oh my God. I love it. I could not picture any better way to finish what we were talking about that. Yeah. Everything you said, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Need to do that. And I love it. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, could not have finished any better. That's amazing. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today, Sky. I think a lot of people are going to take something away from this, whether they're in the PT business um, area or it's just trying to get through the day, pretty much. So yeah, I just yeah, hope the listeners got something out of this. And I'd just like to finish. Um, where can um, people find you on social media and that if they're interested in the coaching academy or just to hear those amazing comments that you just said. <laughs> yeah so um for the coaching academy
1: this is for coaches allied health professionals it's on coach skyfo the next intake will be happening in april If you are wanting fitness coaching, I have a performance club and that's what it is on Instagram performance club underscore underscore, and I'll be providing some more information of how to basically improve your health through your mind and also your training and your nutrition. So you can feel empowered to actually get it done, not feel like you're overwhelmed by everything. So this is (laughs) going to be something very exciting. I don't know when I'm launching that yet
0: amazing and I'll add those links um into the description um because yeah could not recommend the coaching academy enough from where I started to where I am now insane and yeah everyone's capable if like I know it's so cliche to say but like if I can do it anyone can do it it's just what it is but yeah so i also want to say thank you so much to the listeners for listening into the compatible you podcast by listening in i hope that by me and my guests talking about some women's health and wellness topics which are often the tricky things to talk about it's going to give you the confidence to also speak up about it as well i hope you all have a great week